Are you sure? <laughs> Possibly. Maybe we call Barry Lamb to look. He probably does in this. <laughs> Bourbon and Badges, the podcast, coming to you for another week. Hound Dog, has, what's things going on down in Calabash? Man, everything's going good down here in Calabash, the seafood capital of the world, which I hate seafood. Which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> you know, B-Dub is out sick tonight. Back yeah, here, B-Dub, hope you get to feeling better, buddy. Well, I tell you, back before uh, we retired, it's made Collins calling uh, sick at work at the police department we call we said calling calling scared yeah but anyway make it. yeah b-dub yeah. called in scared he can't make it tonight so during our pre-podcast meeting young yep. dog and i decided it's an excellent opportunity to introduce our new and up-and-coming podcast that we do individually yep it's now, gonna be wild it's gonna be different yeah, it's going to be something totally, uh, totally different than Bourbon and Badges and, and Hound Dog, like you said. You know, Bourbon and Badges is going nowhere. You know, it's well, going, we hope it's going. We, we hope it's going places. Going up. It's got to go uh, up. Set it down. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go much further down, but we won't go up now. Well, so with that being said, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we're we not that we really thought at first about just doing our own thing and want to be away from. Bourbon and badges. That's not the case at all. It's just so no. happens we ended up moving in totally opposite directions. Yep. With different thought processes on something we'd like to do, some type of uh, thing we'd like to do individually, exactly. some type of project. Yep. That way, if you know, if mine bombs, I'll blame it on you. Well, I'm doing. A, <laughs> I'm enjoying my pre-podcast pour. Oh yeah, let's get that. Let's talk about that. What are you drinking tonight? All right, so we decided we was going to drink what we, what we want. I'm drinking Heaven Hills bottled and bond. Okay, got, all right, it's a good one. Now I got back into Gastonia earlier today, so I'm actually in Studio 77, mm-hmm. sitting here <clears throat> solo on my own. Kind of scary. Yeah. So I got that oh, off the board. All right. Well, you know if you. If you need anything, just you know, tap the uh, mic three times. And I'll, I'll call. Yeah, call the police <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, how many yeah. times you been off duty and get into something? They say, well, "I'll call the police." You say, "Hey, I am the police." <laughs> you go right ahead. You just go right ahead. All right. With that being said, so I'm in Studio Seventy Seven. You are in Calabash. I yep. was on Shootout Mountain earlier today when you spent the week up there. Had to come back and go to work. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, but it's. it's Pretty nice, man. Yeah, you, you and Quinny came up there. I've got yeah. all the hard stuff done, all the, you know, working my butt off, everything that's done. There's a few minor projects I'm working on that can just take its time. Yep. And this week, yep. man, it was just nice just to relax and enjoy the mountains. And, um, oh, uh, Josh, my nephew, you know, he's a Cherville police officer, sergeant up in Cherville over the K-9 division. Yeah. He bought my camper. We got that settled up. And uh, so cool. that stays in the family. And. And of course, he's nice enough so I can use anytime I like. Nice for nice. ten for ten dollars. For ten dollars a night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said I can use anytime yeah. I like, and I'm up there, so I told him I would keep an eye on everything, and it may take him up on that. Uh, you know, during the week, some because he, you know, he he can't come up through the week. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, uh, when uh, you know you're nice enough to invite us up, uh, Quinny and I up to uh, Shootout Mountain, check out your new place, and you know, over this the. Uh, the search that you had for the past couple of years for a mountain 
place to, to buy and, and eventually live full time at. You showed me some uh, pretty sketchy looking places. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I did, man. Yeah, I got to give God credit. He, uh, seriously, you know, uh, you know, we don't talk about religion or politics much on this podcast, right. but you know, yeah, we looked at some pretty uh, out of way places because you know I was thinking, you know, low budget. Mm-hmm. And all those kept falling through, and then uh, yeah, this you know, God pre- pre- you know, presented this, and you know, it's like you, man. You like you were talking earlier. You know, you're on the edge of just a plethora of forest, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, What's Winnie the Pooh? What's Winnie the Pooh? Hundred acre woods? Is that what that is? Yeah, at least maybe maybe more, maybe two hundred acres of uh, nothing but woodland behind my house. Yeah. Yeah, good deal. See, I'm the same way now. You know, shoot up mountain borders up the Pisgah National Forest. So. Oh, even better. Yeah, so so it's interesting. Yeah. But uh, I just want to let you know, Steve, that that place that you're in up there, man, it is top-notch, top-of-the-line, A-OK. I, well, was, I, I, I was thoroughly impressed. <laughs> and, or surprised. Which one? <laughs> or both. <laughs> both. <laughs> well, you know, you got to spend this podcast money somewhere, Hound Dog. Well, when am I going to get my cut? Well, you moved before I did. No, so, I didn't. So what are you drinking? You bought before I did. So what are you I'm drinking? drinking El- I'm drinking Elvis uh, bourbon whiskey. Elvis. You know, that's funny. I've got a bottle of Elvis sitting here on the podcast table. It's good, man. I like it. We've got to start doing something. You know, if if we can put something in our listeners' minds, eye, you know, the, our open bar Seriously, it's what, 40, 50 bottles of bourbon? Oh, at least. Yeah, at least. So They're we, in Studio 77 in Gastonia, North Carolina. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to yeah. do something. We're going to have to have a party or do something to get these things drink down. And that's not including, can, not including our good stuff in the vault. You know, as good as Buddy, Buzz is, man, we could just put I'll get one of those little small barrels and put all that in there. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. You have to do it, though, because, you know, mine. I was kind of like monkey button after six months of mine. <laughs> and we've yeah. done everything pretty much the same way. And you just have that magical touch. Yeah, that, I've done it. Uh, I've aged my own. Usually Buffalo Trace white dog, either the weeded version or the uh, the rye version. And knock on wood, every time that I've done it, it's turned out really well. Don't know why. I don't know how, what I've done any different than you did. But. Well, and it's it's turned out good. Instead of having a green thumb, you have a bourbon thumb. I started to say a brown thumb, but that didn't, that didn't I'm sound glad right. You, I'm <laughs> glad you did. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, you're enjoying Elvis, and I've got this Heaven Hill going on. Yep. So where, when did you get this idea that you might want to do your own individual podcast? Well, I, I, I stole it from you uh, <laughs> when we were talking about you know, me moving to the coast and you moving to the mountains. And, you know, I thought, well, as much as I enjoy bourbon and badges, I mean, I'm not going to be able to run back and forth, you know, four hours or six hours every week to go to Studio 77, which I like to do that, but just, you know, it's just not feasible. And I thought, well, just let's, let me think about kicking around starting my own, uh, on podcast up around here and i'm by the sea from my my house to the actual toes in the sand and nothing but atlantic ocean in front of you is about 10 15 minutes oh wow depending on traffic 
yeah. And uh, so I thought, well, I'm gonna have to do something with, you know, the coast, coastal life. And uh, so I come up with seaside sipping with hound dog. And where did you where where did that strike you at for that? Uh, actually, my wife Bobby <laughs> come up with it. <laughs> All right. She, she, I was like, I, I'm going to do a podcast, and I don't, I don't know what to call it. I want to call it like drinking with Hound Dog, or, or something like that. <clears throat> and uh, she thought about it for every bit of twenty seconds. Said, "How about seaside sipping with Hound Dog?" That's actually pretty good. Yeah, I said I like that. So I kind of rolled with it, and you know, whenever I get my podcasting equipment uh, down here, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to start doing. Well, I tell you, you now you sent me, and I, I won't, I won't go in detail about about your artwork. But you sent me your artwork uh, for yeah. your show, man, and it's, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty, yeah. The, the company that I used did, did a really, really good job at it, and a and a quick turnaround. What I'm talking about, fast turnaround. <clears throat> so I'm very, I'm very pleased with it so far. Tom's money. Hey, you're right. You're right, and if you have if you, if you have throw some greenbacks at some people, man, they get right on. Oh stuff. yeah, exactly right. You know, a lot of people don't understand too what it takes to come up with a podcast, actually do the podcast, to produce it, promote it, and get it out online. It takes a lot of work. It does. It does. Yeah, I can't and imagine a full time a full time cop trying to do something like this. Oh no, I couldn't either. So seaside sipping with hound dogs. So if I'm wanting to list yeah. seaside sipping the hound dog, what mindset would I have? What what are you what are you gonna promote? What are you gonna do? Okay, I'm uh I am just I'm kind of really close to joining a uh local law enforcement group down here at the uh the North Carolina South Carolina border. It's called the Carolina Border Shields, and that is retired police officers. <laughs> And Rufus. God dang. <laughs> hey, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to podcast in here. Y'all cool? Yeah. Sunky have a, uh, a little fan base there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let me walk in here. So I uh, talking to one of the guys that's over that. He, he came up with it. He's actually uh, in our... And I, okay, y'all be careful. Let me, uh, we'll take you, uh, he's in our motorcycle club. Les Goldstein came up with this. He, uh, started the, the, uh, Carolina Border Shields and it's retired cops from all over the country that somehow lands in the North Carolina, South Carolina area. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. And he's got, uh, I think he started out with six people and he's up to like, 300 and something members now good grief yeah so and i'm i'm joining that and les is going to help me talk, you know talk to some of these cops down around here that's and we're talking about you know what made their career what you know what case that they sticks out most of all in their mind that they might have worked on and stuff like that both funny and serious stuff i guess but uh so you're going you're still going to be police based. Yes. Yes. From what I understand, talking to people that listen to Bourbon Badges, they like the police stories. 
Oh, yeah. I'll tell you something. Uh, uh, that's just a side note. It kind of off, off the beaten path. It's funny, though. You know, moving, I'm moving a little bit at a time from Gastonia to up to Shootout Mountain. Yeah. And I've came across uh, a big stack of all my uh, case files from uh, Vice and uh, Detective Bureau. Right. So I took a, uh, I took a three binder case file of the last homicide I worked to, uh, to my daughter. Mm-hmm. And she says, she's going to look it over and she says, I'm thinking about daddy. So I'm thinking about doing a, uh, a, a podcast called my daddy's case files and go oh, all the case cool. files. Well, I told her, we got two, um, I've got two unsolved that I worked on the cold case. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. You read these case files. What you think about it? Oh, and see cool, if she man. comes up with the same synopsis that, uh, well, you know, Jim Anderson, uh, Jim, Jim and I worked on it together. Yeah. It'd be interesting. It would be. It would be. So when I get my stuff going, I'm definitely going to have to have you on. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that's a uh, you know, good idea to get me down to the coast. Uh, you know, I like the coast, actually. You know, I, I prefer the mountains, but I like the coast, the, you know, the fishing, the um, especially probably this time of year. Not a lot of people there, right? No, there's not. It's it's wonderful, wonderful here. I have and always people are, go ahead. People are so nice down here at, uh, here at the uh, Calabash area. We yeah. went to North Myrtle Beach today to uh, go to the uh, Lowe's, and people at North Myrtle Beach were just they wasn't friendly whatsoever. But come back up to Calabash, just right on the other side of the line, man. Everybody's how you doing today? You doing all right? But so friendly, so. And I, I think we hit the jackpot when we moved to this place. Do you have a ten wave rule? No, man, we have unlimited wave rule. No, oh. you all <laughs> uppity. <laughs> oh, so tell me about you, man. What about you doing? Uh, what kind of podcast are you gonna be doing? Well, yes, of course, I'm up in the mountains, and I want to tie it into the mountains. It's not going to be police related at all. You know, mostly won't will not mm-hmm. be. It's going to be titled Drinking with Sasquatch. Drinking with Sasquatch. Drinking with Sasquatch. Okay. Now, with that being said, it's not going to be about Sasquatch, although they may be some episodes that may be. But generally, yeah. my thought process is, is you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of stories up there. You know, we, we talk about those. A couple of them happened on Shootout Mountain when you and Quinny came up. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to cover those type of stories. And I have met a lot of unique people up there uh, you know, right on Shootout Mountain. These guys yeah, have been cool. over backwards, you know, treat me like family, welcome me to the, you know, to the fold and yeah. just sit and listen to them. And they have some really good stories and it's, it's totally none, none of it's, you know, police related. Yeah. But yeah. You know, I'm going to have some of them on and, you know, sh- you know listen to their stories and, and get that type of thing going on. Yeah. Just, just, and just talk about the things that happen to mountains, not just in you know, Mitchell County, but, you know, about every mountains in North Carolina, just some of right. Tennessee. Oh, nice. And just see how it goes. Man, I tell you what, I think it's going to be a good one because some of the stories that you told me that you've heard about already up there is is amazing. Like yeah. the, uh, how Shootout Mountain got its name and all that good stuff. Well, I tell you what, what is amazing to me about up there is you you hear all these stories and all these stories are set that I've heard so far in the early to eighteen hundreds, and oh, really? all these names right. of these people involved in these stories, they're still there today. These their descendants still live there. Man. Yeah, it's just you know, it's a small community and it's a mountain community, and you know, just like the you know, the people just never left. Yeah, well, that's cool. No jobs yeah, up just... there though that I can find. Well, you might have to go into business on yourself. 
Yeah, I like to have about uh, yeah. If you up there down the Mitchell County area and you're listening, I like to have about three higher, days. Higher slow. Yeah, I higher mean, slow. His name's slow, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they get some type of benefit package if if I'm called slow. <laughs> you may. You might have to lick a window or something. Yeah. Well, I'm not above that. <laughs> oh man. So man, what, did I tell you? Did I tell you about my my trail cam? You were talking a little bit about that, man. Y'all tell our listeners. Yeah, I tell you what, I you know I've never had a trail cam, never had no reason to because you know I, I hadn't hunted in probably forty years, but I used to go hunting all the time way before trail cams come along. But anyway, <clears throat> when we moved down here to Calabash, I when I realized I had all that acreage behind my house that's uh, you know nothing but woods. Now, was that one of your draws I, to that house? The just the the remoteness of it. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. But it's close enough to everything to where I can be at North Myrtle Beach in, you know, 15 minutes. And, you know, it's just close to all kinds of stuff if I wanted to go that route. But it's still, I live out in the county, so it's not in the city like I was used to back in Gastonia. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, so I'm, you know, after talking to you about uh, trail cams, <clears throat> I, I ordered one put it out in my backyard, moved it around a couple of times. First, first couple of times I had it out. I, I didn't get anything. Then the second time I, I put it out, I must've hit the right spot because there's a place right behind my house. That's, uh, it's like a right of way. And that may as well be the wildlife highway. <laughs> well, I tell you, they're, they're like us. You know, they, they, they take the you know, avenue of least resistance, you know? Yeah, I believe it. Because so far, I've gotten more deer on my trail cam than I can count. There's a ton of them. Got a bobcat, got coyotes, got raccoons, uh, got a coyote. Uh, yeah, I said coyote. But That's two coyotes. Deer. That's two, yep. Big deer. Uh, I was looking at one on the trail cam earlier that today before we started podcasting and i think it's like a like a maybe a six pointer but it's just amazing how they just run that road back there it seems like yeah that's pretty cool so how many cameras you got got one i'll tell you i have four you know and oh. when they had the camp go, go ahead no go ahead i'm just outside i didn't know you had four of them yeah i've got four well i've got two that shoots pictures and two that shoot video okay and uh when I had the camper, it was out on uh, right there at Pumpkin Patch Mountain mm-hmm. in a little place called Glen Eyre. And you know, a lot of fires and stuff, and I would go off and set these cameras off in different places. And a lot of times, I just put them right there at the camper, right off, you know, right off the front deck. Yeah. And, of course, you've seen the picture of the bears that was coming, the, the bear that was coming through. And yeah. also, you know, but I've never gotten a bobcat. I've seen a coyote come through the campground, just kind of like a trot as you cut all mm-hmm. through, but. A lot of deer, of course. I think I've gotten one pig. It's kind of back way off in the uh, shadows. You can see the, the outline of the pig, but you couldn't – I couldn't get on here and say it's 100% pig, you know? Right, yeah. But, yeah, but never never a coyote on, a pot, on my trail cam and never a bobcat. I've seen a bobcat once when I was camping down at uh, Flat Rock down in South Carolina. Yeah. Well, I, I, got, uh, I got a daytime video of a bobcat and a nighttime video of a bobcat. I'm guessing it's the same one. I don't know how that they run in packs or whatever. I don't. I don't know anything about that. But yeah, I got uh, two different videos, like 
three different videos. So I'm sure it's the same bobcat. Well, does it look like the same bobcat? Bobcat there, detective. I mean, well, has a you know a half a tail. <laughs> it looks like it's about the same size. <laughs> so, what like do you call a, a female bobcat? Hmm. Judy cat. Well, your Probably. wife's name's Bobby, so it's a Bobby cat. It's a Bobby cat. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. But I tell you what, when we were up there at Shootout Mountain, <clears throat> we decided to go exploring about what one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and they may or may not been drinking involved. Probably. Well, probably not. And you tell probably. Quinny, I'm still finding beer can tabs in the back back of my jeep. <laughs> Oh man, but we rode all over that mountain that night, and it was so it, it was fun. That was a, one of the highlights of my trip up there. I, I love doing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's only, so fun. Them thing that those old dirt roads and <laughs> and they got big warning signs four wheel drive. You know, past this thing, we never we was in Jeep and there. I don't think we ever used four wheel drive. No. But yeah, man, it goes all up around Shootout Mountain, and it's the last roads for you know to all the uh, forest area. So and I was hoping to see some of this wildlife. I think we're just a little too loud for it. Yeah, probably so. And what do we got? We end up, uh, you know, can't name the name of a book coming out here in the next three months or so, but uh, Beans Creek Road is in that book, and we went down to Beans Creek Road. We did? We're we down did. The dead I remember end. you telling me that. Yeah, down the dead end of Beans Creek Road, where it runs to a dirt road, and, you know, kind of like peters out, but I think we ended up in somebody's yard <laughs> around their front yard. I can't remember. but <laughs> I think we probably did. I'm probably sure there's did. a beer tab there, too. <laughs> Quinn is like dropping bread clothes. Yeah. <laughs> in, case, in case he didn't make it back. <laughs> you know, he is from New York. <laughs> With that note, yeah, he was drinking beer. Uh, Hound Dog now is staying true to the podcast, enjoying our bourbon. What were yes, we drinking? Knobs Creek 12 yeah. year. You had, you had a drink of that for the uh, yeah, and, Chris uh, and the cabin. The, the Thebes, Thebes bourbon yes. that Quinn brought down. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. I told you yeah. to like that. You know, we had yeah, on the podcast is. when he when he was in in the podcast in her studio seventy seven. You're in, you know, down at the beach. You couldn't sample it, so that's why yeah, I held on to it and took it up there to the yeah, house. I'm, I'm glad you did because I think I pretty much finished that bottle off. <laughs> yeah, nice yeah, so weeded bourbon. It was really good, really good. Speaking of bourbons, we are part owners of a bourbon company, huh? We own stock in it. You're certainly right. We own stock. We own stock in Boone's Bourbon. We have plugged Boone's Bourbon forever, but yeah, we are. Yeah. And it's a, it's, man, it's, it's one of the best rise that I've ever had. And it, when we had it on our podcast, man, we rated up there one of the highest rated bourbons as well for the podcast. I think it was around eight or nine, maybe somewhere along in there. Yeah, it was, it was up there 8.59, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not a ride yep. guy, but that was uh, something special. So be sure to buy a bottle of Booms Bourbon if you're. Please do. Yeah, if your uh, liquor store don't carry it, ask for it by name. If, if they don't carry it, let let us know, and we'll call them till they then bug them till they do. <laughs> yeah, we need we need to make our money back. That's right. But we, we, I was so happy and thrilled to have the opportunity to, uh, you know, to invest in in that company and. I would do it again. If it come up again today, I'd do it again. Well, we got in on the ground floor. We you know we 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 met Mick way back when we down there into uh, Charleston and done a podcast at the distillery. We did, yep. 
And man, a really great you know, group of people. And and man, he been ever backwards. And he's a brother too. He's what border, retired border patrol. Yeah, yeah. So man, yeah, we we you know, we we mashed right off. We did. Yeah, and, and his story, the backstory of Boone's Bourbon, and the fact that uh, it was so tasty. Well, he's related to Daniel Boone. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, I think he's a, some kind of descendant of Daniel, Daniel Boone, if I'm not mistaken. And, of course, you never are. And a good way to carry that <laughs> mic when you notice, you didn't hear me on, on, the, on the other end, I was... I was Reaching for some paperwork. Oh, that's, okay. a prof- that's your level of professionalism, Hound Dog. See there, you know, you know some some dead space, and you filled it right up. I tried to, and we're kind of having a hard time doing that without B Dub here. B Dub loves the mic. He likes he likes to talk. That's for sure. Oh, he's funny. Uh, yeah, I called him today. At first, we had not planned on podcasting this week because you and I planned on doing our thing when I was in the mountains. Yeah. and we didn't get the opportunity until today. And I called him, and uh, he goes, "Hey, what's up, man?" I go. uh, and he talked about podcast tonight. He goes, <coughs> I'm sick. <laughs> oh, okay. So we went from, hey, what's up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> oh, well, Barry, I know you. I know he's been sick, and I, I hope he gets to feeling better because I know what it's like. The other week I was sick, couldn't make it. Oh, I know yeah. He, what it's like. He did sound all congested, all hacked up. And I'm like, ugh, I wouldn't want you here anyway, man. Don't you get sick? Yep. Sorry, I'm taking a sip of Elvis. Yeah, and I'm sitting. That sounds a little nasty. <laughs> I'm sitting to look at my notes. I think we're covering our notes so far, man, on everything. Uh, so, so when, when do you think you'll uh, you'll start your uh, drinking with Sasquatch? Probably around the first of the year. I'm going to my last day at Shooters is the weekend of November the twentieth, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take the rest of November off. And ordered a, I'm ordering a side by side tonight, so hope that'll be in, and I can play with that through uh, through the end of the month, and probably around December first year, I should be up and running with it. Oh, cool, good deal. <clears throat> I got to do this same thing. You got got to get the board and all that good stuff. Well, I, no, I, I got to do the same thing. Yeah, the thing about it too is is uh, you know we're going to do that above and beyond bourbon and badges, so we, we're going to be busy. We are, we are, and I tell you, one of the uh, first things that I want to have on on my podcast down here is the Les was telling me about a guy that's in the uh, the Border Shields that he is or was friends with a guy named David Berkowitz, who was the son of Sam Killer up in New York. Now say that he again, the guy, David Berkowitz. Yeah, he actually knew the, the 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 serial the killer. killer. Yeah, he did. He knew him, and I think they were mistaken. Yeah, they, they were buddies. They were friends. And I asked Les if he thinks he would be on the podcast. He said, "Oh, I'm sure he would. He'd, he'd love to talk about that." That's interesting. So I'm hopefully we'll have something like that on eventually because I think it'd be really interesting and in, and in seeing how they met and all that good stuff. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. So yeah, we need to get there. We haven't we we are having a few things come up. We've got uh, a dear friend of both of ours who has just recently retired, Jason Aker. 
Yep. He was over the canine program. He was the trainer of, of the, our, our canines at Gastonia PD back when I was there with the, the program. Mm-hmm. And uh, excellent guy, excellent trainer, excellent cop, and he's retired. And let me tell you, man, uh, I talked to him the other day, and I don't guess he minds me telling his business, but I said, what are you going to do to yourself? This is like Friday, I talked to him. He said, well, you know, start the post office Monday. I said, boy, take a little time off. He started where Monday? Uh, the United States Post Office, Postal Service. Oh, really? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, he, he took a weekend off. That's all he took. Man, Okay. But he's doing that. So when, when he gets that, gets settled in that, he and uh, Mike Watts, you know, Mike Watts has been on the podcast several times. And yeah. for the longest time, had the highest uh, listening podcast numbers on Bourbon and Badges. Yeah, he did. He sure did. Mike Watts. So it'll be interesting to get them two guys back. They're really good buddies. And, he, um, you know, Mike he was Watts, our very first guest as well. Was he really? Yeah. Yep, the very first guest we ever had. What, do we owe money or something? He showed up to get the money? Is that how we tricked him to get <laughs> I think so. We just, yeah, that's how we tricked him to get on. <laughs> well, you know, Watts was a canine officer as well before he left there to go to the detective bureau. Yep. And he's as good a detective as he was canine handler. We'll leave it at that. No, he, he's actually great at both of them. Yeah. Yep. But so we've got talked, that looking yeah. forward to. Yeah, I talked to him the other day. He was uh, He's down here at Carolina Beach where he uh, – Think a homicide. Yeah, Con- uh, convention or conference. Yeah, convention. Those, you know, yeah, those are the best things because you know there's no studying, no test. No test. Yeah, <laughs> you don't yeah. have to do anything to, but just sit there and try to try to stay awake. If it says school, you don't want to go. Yeah. If it says convention or conference, go. Sign <laughs> us up. I remember yeah. those days, and I'm glad we're they're back down Myrtle Beach. You know, for the longest time, everything we've done was at the beach. Yeah. You know, Gastonia. Yeah. Is a or was a textile town, and man, we were we back when textiles was kicking, we were rolling in the dough. Yeah, yeah we we still yeah. do have the. It's, it's surprising the amount of equipment Gastonia has, the amount of training we have here. We still yeah, have that. Yeah, still have the best of both of those, man. And yeah, and everything we've done, we went to uh, Myrtle Beach to do it. Yeah. And, and I told you, I think I may have told you before. You know, uh, we're at a a I can't remember the school or a conference. Hopefully, it was a conference. But it was a dear friend of both ours, Mike Chambers. Mike, is Mama back home? No, I, no, not yet. Go ahead. Yeah, Mike Chambers and I, we're there. We're sharing a room. We're there for the week. Mike doesn't drink. Really nice guy. You're an excellent detective. And But anyway, we're we're sharing a room. And uh, so I'm sitting there drinking a little bourbon. We're watching TV. And he says, Covered, you know, cops always call this, each other by last name. I said, Yes, sir. Yeah. He said, uh, He said, I understand when you drink alone, that means you're an alcoholic. I said, No, Mike. It just means you don't have any alcoholic friends. <laughs> you should have said, No, Mike. I'm not alone. You're here with me. <laughs> yeah. I should have looked at the, just looked around and said, We're alone. <laughs> That'd been funny. Oh, we got to get though uh, Jim Anderson, yeah, the, the one of the world's greatest detectives on here. He and I would work the cold case. Went down to the beach as well, down to uh, Newburn, North Carolina, the oldest town in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. And now uh, there's so many stories to tell there. But I'm wait till uh, till he's on the podcast to tell them. Oh, cool. Good deal. Yeah, he went to bed at like seven thirty p.m. Jim did, yeah, and he uh, 
and he is married at the time, and he wanted to watch Law and Order. So he falls asleep. I'm not a Law and Order type guy. So I was starting switching his channel. So he'd wake, hey, 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 what are you doing? So you're asleep, and the more watch you want, he says, yeah, but my wife watches Law and Order, and I fall asleep to it. So, Jim, two things. You're already asleep, and I'm not your wife. <laughs> Did he cuss you out? No, but anyway, he said, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. There's classes at 8. So, Jim, I'm not getting up until 7. 8 a.m. He gets up at 4 a.m. Why did he get up so early for I don't know. Well, because he went to bed at 730. Well, I, mean, I guess you're right. Yeah, that, does, that would make sense. And, yeah, I'm awakened to the sound of him in the shower about 4, 430. And then he comes out with nothing but a towel around his waist. Sits down in the corner of the bed and wants to have a conversation. <laughs> and knowing you, you are not that kind of person to get up at damn time of day. We had a conversation, but it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> and I, t- I tell you, I said, Jim, that towel only reaches so far. Now, Jim's an older guy. Now, I'm an old guy, but Jim's a little older than me. And I yep. said, Jim, now I know why they call a grandfather clock a grandfather clock. He goes, why is that? I said, well, your towel's not covering up much, brother. You know, you know how the grandfather clock, those pendulum hangs way down, they swing back and forth? Yeah, I yeah. said, your stuff, your junk's hanging way down there, swinging back and forth. <laughs> Cover it up. Oh, That's why man. they call them grandfather clocks. <laughs> That's funny. And, of course, you know, oh. how he, you know how he cusses you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he called I've me every name. This evening. Yeah, he come every day in the book and every you know every gay thing in the book about well, what are you looking? Well, you can't help but see it. <laughs> yep. But anyway, sure. you know, Jim's funny. Yeah, he is. So when are you going live? Did you say when you're going live? Uh, probably, maybe sometime around that first year, like you. Yeah, I want to get settled yeah. in. Get the holidays behind us. Yep. Get settled yeah. in and um, oh. You know, while we have not told our listeners, Hound Dog, and not to be all over the place, but, you know, this, we have concluded season three. We have. The last two episodes we played were actually saved episodes that we had recorded earlier in the year. Right. Yep. And this year, I guess, will uh, be our season end of three with this podcast. With this one that we're doing right now. You asking me or telling me? I'm asking. Well, I don't know. I guess so, because we never announced that. We meant to, and okay. I never got that into the podcast lineup for the notes to do that. But, yeah, we we are in season three. We're trying to do around 27 episodes per season. Yeah. And we you know, we celebrated, and we're above now our 100th episode. It's like 103, 104. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, we're going to start season four, and we want to start it with – uh, Jason Aker and Mike Watts, but we may not be able to do that because Jason's you know trying to get uh, everything situated with his retirement, his new job, and uh, they're going to be on as soon as they possibly can. All right. Now we got some other people lined up too. Who, who else we got lined up? Uh, got the review guys. Uh, they, they're uh, they're coming back to Studio Seventy Seven in a couple of weeks. Man, there's a blast when they were here, and they stayed. They Man. stayed. Uh, I think they actually got two of them. Yeah, two, two podcasts yeah. out of them. Yeah, they were funny. Yeah, they're they're on YouTube. If you get the opportunity to go to YouTube, look at the review guys. You know, they're really funny. They're laid back. You know, they they sit on the front porch and they're in the rocking chairs. And my understanding, you know, they they will do like four or five reviews in a day. Yeah. So yeah, they'll they'll review. You know, whether it's beer, 
uh, cookies or, or whatever, whatever they can get their hands on to review, or somebody sends them, they'll they'll review it, and, and they're they're good. That's what they do. So we got them to look forward to as well. And we've got a couple of uh, things in the works we really can't talk too much about now. It's going to be really, really big. It's going to pop when we get these people on here. And uh, some really big names are coming to the podcast this year. Yeah. Season four. Season four. Yeah, like three big names ain't already on there. Hound Dog, B-Dub, and Slow. That's right. Yep. I tell you, I went to to dinner with uh, last night over to uh, Les Goldstein's house at Renegade Pig and his wife Cindy cooked dinner for uh, Bobby and I, and actually Queenie. So we all we all go over there, and and they were asking questions about the podcast about bourbon and badges. And you know, when I told them that we were in thirty something countries and what's, what six or seven hundred different cities, they seven hundred major cities in North uh, in, in the United States. Well, no, that's that's all over the world. Yeah, I know, but. With seven hundred cities, major cities, just in the United States, we're in like 27, oh, yeah. 28, 28 different countries. Yeah, it's, I mean, they, they blew their mind when they found right. that out. But let me explain how this works, out, dog. You, you're correcting me, and I've got all the mute buttons right here. <laughs> this can be a one man show. Well, it probably will be. <laughs> yeah, we hadn't done any sound effects. We hadn't done any of that stuff. It's just you and I sitting here just yapping, man. Yep. Yep. Talking but aimlessly to fill that's air. What we do. That's what we do. So why did you choose Elvis whiskey tonight? Well, I've got I've got my bourbons scattered all over the house, it seems like, in different cabinets and, and whatnot, because I can't I don't have one centralized location to keep them all. I, so uh, so you meaning you you hide them from Bobby? Uh yeah. And so I got, we got our, uh, used to be our dresser. We didn't put it in our bedroom. We put it in the living room and put a coffee maker on it. And I got about four or five bottles of bourbon on it and a lamp, you know, just, just my go-to stuff. And so I walked over to that, you know, I've got Blanton's, uh, MRT Lee, uh, well, listen, you little rich boy. Uh, I just got them out for show. <laughs> But I, I was looking at which one to drink tonight, and I thought, you know what, that Elvis is pretty good. Don't 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 give it another whirl, and it's still good. Well, you know, I, I have like an aunt. Lot. My aunt Pat is a big Elvis yeah. fan. She always has been a Elvis. Everything's Elvis. So when yep. this bottle here gets empty and Stu seventy seven, I'm going to put lights in it and give it to her. Oh, and she, cool. yeah, so then the gigs up. I say I start saying for Christmas, but I can't now because she she listens to our podcast weekly. Oh, does she? So Aunt Pat knows it's coming now. Yeah. Well, way to let the cat out. Of well, the bag it's, on it's that. my other Aunt Pat, not not you, Aunt Pat. It's my other Aunt Pat. <laughs> on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I want to smoke out. Uh, smoke out. Shoot out mountain. <laughs> smoke out mountain. Yeah, I tell you, I'm glad to be done with all that work. Good grief. Yeah, I bet so. But everything's coming together up there, man. Yes, it's uh it's coming together. Well, how's Squirrel doing up there? She's Squirrel doing good. Yeah, Squirrel is the I start to say pet duck, but she just she runs the the pond. 
Yeah. She is a female mallard duck there by choice. She, she can fly off anytime she likes, but she's got it good. Oh, you go out and feed about it every day, don't you? Oh, yeah. When I, I get up at 10 and I can hear it quack, quack off the dish down by the pond and when I open the door, you know, I've got this. I don't know. How long is that deck, Reggie? I've got a deck that runs all the way to the pond. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a good little good little ways. Yeah. Uh, I think I appreciate you admiring my big deck. <laughs> deck. Yeah, but I open the door and, and seriously, she'll come waddling all the way up to the front to the to the front door. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sitting there putting my shoes on the whole time, crank, crank, fussing at me, Wait, wanting to be fed. Well, she's a well, section you, eight duck. <laughs> how did you end up naming her squirrel? Well, long story short, looking outside and it was, what in the world is that squirrel? Nope, it was a duck. So the squirrel kind of it's, stuck. It's stuck. <laughs> she don't seem to okay. Well, I'm sure she don't know. Free lodging, free food. Yeah. Yeah, she got police security free. when I'm there. Free pond to, to swim around in. Oh, yeah. Don't have to pay no uh, neighborhood dues or anything yeah. like that. Living a high life. Yep. Need to get her a feller though. Yeah, we need to get her, get her. So if anybody out there has got a male mallard duck that you'd like to send my way, punch holes in the box before you mail it. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> I'll just take it up there to shoot out mountain. I'm sure they'll meet up somehow. Oh yeah, bring them up and we'll we'll share some bourbon. Yep. Yeah, but she's uh, she's doing well actually, and she got her summer foliage and is quite an attractive duck. Oh, cool. Nice, nice deal. Yeah. So we need Daffy or Donald or somebody else to come up there. Yep. But that's it in like 45 chipmunks. Yeah, I did see a couple of chipmunks when I was up there. I'm kind of out of the limit. I don't know how many animal friends or listeners we've got out there, animal lovers, but I'm kind of in a, because my freaking yard looks like a golf course. Oh, all these yeah. chipmunks. Yep. You know, it's a mountain, and you know, it's uh, you know, it's kind of hilly, and there's a lot of rocks. But man, these these chipmunks are everywhere. So I'm a dilemma: should do I shoot them? Yeah, you know, and yeah, you know, somebody says, "Won't well, just catch them and take them back over to the campground?" Well, you know, it's winter time, and you know, all, all these chipmunks got here now has all their their caches set up inside their little holes. You know, all yeah, the food store. They'll starve to death. Yeah, take them out of there now. yeah, take them somewhere else. They have no food, you know, no lodging. Yeah. See either that, shoot them, or, you know. I'll tell you what, I, I've got a ton of lizards around my house. All right, I'll trade you three chipmunks for two lizards. Hmm, that might be a good deal. What? I got green ones, and I got the ones with blue tails. You got any of those guanas, do you? Oh, uh, them guanas? No, yeah. I ain't got none of them. Well, I, I understand Florida's just overran with them yeah, that's what i hear too well i asked him yeah you know, i've got some uh neighbors and it's funny uh you know i used to fuss man all these people up north come down buying up all this property and the realtor told me he says no it's not people up north it's people from florida and texas yeah and everyone who lives around me that's in walking distance to my house is from florida the guy i bought the house from lives in florida wow but I've talked to a couple of neighbors that do they live there and said, yeah, it's it's a terrible it's they're a terrible nuisance. They're everywhere. Well what's the what's the attraction other than the North Carolina Mountains is a beautiful place to live. But from people in the Sunshine state in Florida, 
that want to come up to the mountains. Well, you know, the, the hey, get this, the highest point in Florida is 80 feet above sea level. 80 feet. Wow. You know, well, and, up around 3,200 feet where you are. Yeah, 32, 30, 3,400 feet. And, of course, you know, if you go up to the top of the mountain, you're about 6,000 feet. Wow. So, I mean, I'm about halfway up up the side of Shootout Mountain. But, yeah, if you go up to uh, Carver's Gap, uh, Iron Mountain Gap, the, the big peaks right there where where I'm at, yeah, you know, it's it's it was snow-capped the other day. Oh, was it really? Yeah, so they wow. come up, you know, they get to come up here and actually see a hill. <clears throat> Yeah, get where they want to stand in, you know, flat ground. And yeah, I guess they like the leaf change. And in the summertime, you know, what is it, 98 degrees in Florida, 100, 100 degrees? Yeah. Yeah, it's 70, 75 degrees at the, the, at the level I'm at during the summertime. Oh, that's nice. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, totally. I met a, met a, uh, a good fellow named Tom. And we talked on several occasions up at Shootout Mountain. And uh, he says, now, Steve, I'm going to tell you now. He said, uh, yeah, you need that side by side because the winters out here are really rough. So we get you know feet of snow, you know, several feet of snow. He said sometimes we get snowed in. So I said, you know what? That's fine with me. I've got food and I got bourbon. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so you're looking for the first snow in? Oh yeah, man. It's fine. It's already snowed once up there. You know, snowed all day just didn't lay. Real fine snow. Yeah. Yeah. I get squirrel. Bring her in. We'll sit there and. Eat cracked corn and drink bourbon. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, we know bourbon is made with corn. Yeah. So both of you be, you know, eating some corn. Hey, get this. Yeah, I have to make a, it's bird seed, cracked corn, and oatmeal. That's 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 the concoction that you come up with. That, that's yeah. That's what the YouTube said that that ducks eat, and the oatmeal is not it's not flavored oatmeal. It's just regular oatmeal. Like the round. Quaker cans. Yeah, got the yeah. The guy looks like George Washington on there. Yeah, the Quaker cans, yeah. Well. So I'll just take and mix that up and she's happy as she can be. Yeah. <clears throat> I tell you we had the we had some blinds put in the house. We just got blinds on the windows yesterday. So we've been down here. Why are they call blinds? When they close you can't see outside? Yep. All right. Yeah, well they actually they're shutters. What we got, but I shudder to think. I shudder to think how much insuckers cost. Oh. But but anyway, the uh the guy coming that came in and installed it, he saw, you know, my little bourbon area and coffee area right there side beside each other. And he said, Oh man, check that out. I'm thinking he's gonna, you know, go look at my, my bourbons. Yeah. <laughs> he goes and looks at my coffee instead. Your coffee. <laughs> my coffee. My yeah. black rifle coffee. That oh, I, yeah. <laughs> he's well, like, oh man, you got you got the. He said, I've had all these. I, I drink it every day. Which one's your favorite? I was like, I said, I like this one. But look at all this bourbon I got. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I drink Jameson, but I like this <laughs> this black rifle coffee. It's good stuff. Watch out! The hazelnut's really good, and they've got that pro fit or pro fit something that's got the highest. What it? Uh, what I'm trying to say. Highest caffeine. Caffeine. Got the highest caffeine in it. Yes, and both those are excellent. Yeah, I hadn't had the uh, the hazelnut. I just had the my favorite's the uh, Beyond Black. That's what I keep getting. Now, do you drink yours black? Uh, absolutely. 
So what's beyond black? Really, really, really dark? Really dark. Yep. So why do you it not is. put any flavoring in your coffees? Because the coffee's good, so good you don't have to. Even the guy that came and did the uh, the shutters yesterday, he said that's the only coffee that I actually like the taste of it without having to add sugar or cream or anything else. He said that tastes so good, just straight black. I said I agree. I agree. Well, you know we are okay. not promoted or you know sponsored by Black Rifle Coffee, but they are excellent. They it is good, and they support. Uh, you know, first responders, cops, military, they're all, they're all military cops. I think their goal is to hire 10,000 military, retired military personnel. Well, good. I hope they get that goal. I hope they make it because it's, it's good coffee and well-deserved. Well-deserved. All right. Welcome to Coffee and Badges. <laughs> well, maybe they can send us a, a box or two of it. We'll... We'll let the review guys know about it. Yeah. Hey, so uh, what, when and why did coffee become, you know, the stereotype fixer, fixer for a drunk guy, which it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's it doesn't just sober, water. Yeah, it doesn't sober anybody up. But, you know, yeah. all these TV programs, you always, you know, let's get some coffee in them, get some coffee in them. Yep, yep. I don't know why. I don't I don't know how that ever come about. So all you get is a drunk guy that's, that's really pumped up from caffeine now. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Unless they figure it's, you know, made out of water and it helps hydrate you, I guess. I don't know. Well, see, it also goes back to, you know, when somebody gets knocked out to the water on. The what? You ever seen on the old cowboy movies, they get, somebody gets knocked out, there's a bucket of water on they, they come to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're fine. Yeah. yeah no concussion, good. no problem, no headache. They just wake right up after being knocked out. Yep. You're right. You're right. I think old Matt Dillon's done that a few times. Oh, yeah. Like throw water on somebody's face. He perfected it. Training films. Mac, you know, he was training films. That and Andy Griffin? Yep. You're right. So what do you think about Andy Griffin? Was it it still the best it could be after Barney left, or did it lose something? It lost something. Yeah, Barney made that. The the chemistry that that, uh, Don Knotts and Andy Griffith had, Together on on camera like that, man. You just north and south pole. Something you can't replace. It's like yeah. uh, Bud you, Albert you and Lou Costello. You can't replace that. You can't replace one of them with, with somebody else. Think yeah. it's going to be even better, but when it's not, it was another one. Uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Hound dog and slow ride. That's right. Yeah, you can't get rid of this stuff. No, you can't. All right, man. Anything else going on down your way? We have uh, we've been totally all script. Didn't didn't sample any bourbon whatsoever tonight. Nope. So maybe B Dub is the hub. B Dub is the glue that keeps us together. He might be the voice of the common people. The, of the common people. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the voice. He's the voice. He is. He sure is. But no, I, I don't have anything else going. You know, going to. To a Boulder Shields meeting uh, next week, and that's that's about all I've got so, going so on what, here. What made Lance want to do that? Because there were so many. They, he had his core group of people, six people or so, that he knew that was retired law enforcement, mainly from up north. That was not interested in being renegade pigs. I, I guess. 
I guess they didn't ride or whatever, didn't ride motorcycles or whatever. But uh, man, he they started it and grew it and got it on website and I mean it's just grown and grown and grown and grown over the years. I think he said he started in 2016 with six people. He's got 300 something people now. Is there a common goal for that group? Do y'all raise money for charity? Do you? What do you do? From what I can understand, go around beat up thugs. Yeah, was that? I can't remember the name of that movie. But anyway, they uh, they're reckon they're doing the very first recognition of a active law enforcement officer that was going above and beyond the call of duty recently in this area. They're, they're doing that, uh, <laughs> next, uh, Wednesday, I think it is. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And they're raising money to have a, uh, to build a nine 11 memorial here as well. So All right, now, why a nine 11 memorial there? I guess because so many people around here are from New York and retired from NYPD that they just wanted to have a 9-11 memorial close, closer to them, I guess. They got a chunk of steel that come from the uh, World Trade Center. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and they got the, they, they're in the process of, of raising funds to do that. <clears throat> that's... Uh, that's about it. That's about all I know about them so far. Well, good deal, man. Excellent. We'll start giving them a shout out from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good oh, coffee. Bourbon. Good bourbon. Do you ever put bourbon in your coffee? I have, and it's just not the same. Now, do do you ever put the uh, you know uh, Buffalo Trace makes a uh, bourbon cream, which is excellent. Yeah, I, no, I've I've tried the uh, uh, what's that stuff called Bailey's, and oh. I've tried. Uh, what are you, girl? Bailey's well, for real? It's the same thing as the bourbon cream from Buffalo Trace. Exact same thing. Incorrect data. No, no, it is. You what? <laughs> hey, the very first sound bite all night, man. The very first one. I've tried that and one in a uh, Capali coffee liqueur from Mexico. I put that in it, but I just like it black. From like Mexico. You say that to make people think you're worldly from Mexico. Well, that's where it's from. You didn't say, you didn't say, you know, bourbon cream from the United States. No, you brought up the bourbon cream. All right. You remember? Right, so what? 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 It just made me think about that with that soundbite. What do you? What kind of uh, intro are you going to have? Uh well, I had a, uh, I had a cool uh, song that I found online, kind of like run across like we did the Bourbon and Badges theme. Yeah, you're very instrumental in that too. By the way, we bringing that to yeah. the table. Well, I found one kind of, kind of like it, but not just like it. Yeah, and I can't remember where I got it. <laughs> I've been thinking about so some I, type of nature sounds, and I've downloaded a few things I could use for sound bites during a podcast, but I have not come up with my opening theme song or whatever yet. Uh, how about a bunch of Bigfoot calls? Well, now that I will have some of those in sound bites, and oh, I told you, I told you this, and, it, and it's not Bigfoot. 
Well, I know, but still. But yeah, you let me show have Bigfoot in the name of your damn uh, podcast and not have some kind of Bigfoot something or another in it. No, I agree. And I'll sh- I've told you about this. I think I told you and Quinn, you all came up. But I'll share this with the listeners. I am sitting on, yeah, like I say, I am, the, uh, when I finished up all the, um, you know, underneath the house, the crawl space, insulation, downspouts, and, you know, I've, I've done a bunch of downspouts uh, running them underground, you know, away from the house and stuff, and getting all this stuff to get the crawl space nice and dry and, and comfy. And a shout out to uh, Crawl Space Kings. They came up and done an excellent job for me. If you need crawl, crawl space work done, they totally done encapsulation and invented the, uh, the crawl space and vents actually pulls air from the house to crawl space and then sucks all the crawl space bad air out into the atmosphere for everybody to breathe other than me. Excellent job. They've done a great job. That's, that's who they are, right? Les Gold. Uh, Golden, he's got... Uh, Wes Golden. He's got... Uh, what is it? Crawl Space Kings. Crawl, crawl, space, crawl space, space So I'm saying it right. Crawl Space Kings. Yep. But anyway, again, all this stuff's done. I'm done. I finally sat down on the back deck... And I'm about halfway up the mountain. So keep in mind, down to the very bottom of the mountain, you hear a dog very faintly way down at the bottom of the mountain. I'm hearing a couple of owls. They're bellering back and forth. You just hear the, you know, the, just nature and stuff. I'm smoking a cigar. I uh, hope my young car does not listen to the podcast. She criticized me for that. And I'm enjoying a Knob Creek smoke maple. A pour of that. Yep. And I'm just sitting there. I'm kicked back and I'm just relaxing, taking in the fact I'm not hearing rap music, smelling pot, or hearing, uh, you know, ten eighties with the domestics. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not enduring any of that anymore. Good, just good for you. I'm just listening, and all of a sudden, it's a very deep, deep, deep roar. A, roar, a really elongated, deep roar. What? You know, wasn't like a bobcat or a mountain lion type, you know, or a fox type. You know, the high pitched squeal was a really, really deep, deep roar way up on top of the mountain. And it just rumbled, and everything got pitch quiet. The dog quit barking, the owls quit, and you you can't even hear crickets. So what does Stevie do? I went inside. I'm not stupid. <laughs> Peeking out the window. To, was that your cue? <laughs> Time to go, go inside. <laughs> that would have been kind of unnerving, I believe. Yeah, you know, sat there. Something like that. I just sat there and I'm listening. I thought, yeah, okay. Now, I'm, I, did I really hear what I just hear? You know, I'm trying to. Yeah, okay, I'm playing the detective now. Okay, what 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 was it and what wasn't? You know, because first thing the detective does is you you know you roll out more suspects than you do make suspects. Mm-hmm. So I'm ruling out all of the enjoying that port, are you? Mm-hmm. So I'm ruling out all the usual suspects. Okay, it, it was too deep of a roar for it to be a mountain lion or or a bobcat or any type of cat, you know, because they're really high pitched. Yeah. And you introduced me to the the squelch of a fox. Mm-hmm. High pitch question, but this was a very, very deep. Could have been a guy somewhere, maybe I don't know. With a with a bullhorn, because you know it was loud enough to be amplified. Wow! I mean, it was that loud. It was just long and rumbling like a you know, like a roll of thunder. So I ruled out all the, the normal stuff, and I don't think it was you know what is I don't know. Well, you know you uh, you told Quentin and I that story when we were up there, and that's what probably what prompted. Us to getting in the jeep and going riding the mountain. That well, night. had it been after you guys come up there, I'm pretty sure. Well, I knew what it was. It's probably Bigfoot stepping on his beer caps. 
funny. Yeah, and he yeah. ran off and left, left the rest of that beer in the refrigerator. You know, I don't drink beer, so it'll be there forever. Until he comes back. Well, you can, take it, you can take it as a peace offering to the guys down at the uh, at the two ponds. Yeah, I noticed today those two ponds have a name, something falls. I've got to actually stop and look and read that sign. They they've named those two ponds something falls. <laughs> oh, cool. All right, man. So, uh, you got any shout outs there, Hound Dog? Uh, you know what? This week's Renegade Pig shout out is going to go to. Lone Star Lawman down in Texas. A good deal, man. Our brothers in Texas. Yep. Well, I tell you, we 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 just rambled on and without any direction tonight. So I hope it didn't bore our listeners too bad. Well, I hope not. If, you know, if uh, you know, I like to know if people like to hear us rambling on, or if they rather us just kind of stick with us uh, to a script, so to speak. Well, I notice we don't mind us rambling on. No, we don't. We do it quite well, I think. Well, we'd like to give a shout-out to our partners, Boone's Bourbon, who we now own part of. We do. It is Boone's Hound Dog Slow Ride Bourbon. <laughs> Black Rifle Training Group, not to be confused with Black confused. Rifle Coffee. Coffee. But yeah. Black Rifle Training Group. Those guys have got a lot going on, man. Have you seen their facility now lately? I've seen, I haven't seen it in person, but I've seen it on uh, Facebook, man. man. That's, that's crazy. Those, Those guys, guys are, like, killing it. Yeah. Matt, can you? Kick us a couple of bucks for all this advertising you get. I'm telling you. Uh, law enforcement today at law enforcement today, law enforcement today.com, Blue Line Defense at Blue Line Defense Inc. All right. Oh, and uh, also, uh, Patriots Jerky. They are, yes. uh, it's a local owned, when I say local here in North Carolina, I think it's in Conover. Uh, it's written here somewhere. I'm saying just find it. They said Conover, North Carolina. They started a line of jerky, and this is called SWAT. Garlic and black pepper, Patriots jerky, honoring those who protect and serve. Beef jerky, and God we trust. And the bottom's got a picture of a badge and a flag in the background. Well, that is cool. It's actually really, really it, good. Send me a picture of it so I'll put it on uh, Facebook. Oh, we'll do. And I'm telling you, man, on the back it says best used by October the 4th, 23. I'm thinking. Okay, so it's got a, it's got a long long shelf life, and after, after that it says refrigerate after opening. And I'm thinking, well, that's usually I'll be putting an empty bag in there. <laughs> I mean, it's that good. It's really that good. <laughs> I had to, uh, you know, prior to uh, sitting this up night, I, you know, I got into the bag and I had to actually go floss and everything. Else too, just so when you're trying to pick out the jerk between my teeth while we're podcasting. Mm. All right, man. Oh, cool. I threw my notes down. Uh, be sure to hit that like button. You can find us on any and every listening platform out there. I'm rambling, trying to find my my notes. What else? Am I missing anything? Uh, I don't think so. You can email missing us. the music. Oh well, yeah, you're right. You can email us at bourbonandbadges at yahoo dot com. B Dub is taking her bucks place and not reading those not checking it <laughs> yeah but i actually do check those periodically also if you would please leave us a donation man this stuff isn't free and this this equipment's extremely no don't do it don't do it <laughs> extremely expensive man expensive hobby to have you mean you mean your your house is extremely expensive to have because i ain't got nothing out of that donate button oh yeah uh let's not talk about that <laughs> okay let's not oh well i tell, we'll tell you funny uh, something funny we're uh two things right quick 
working at Shooter Express. A guy came in the other day, and we're just talking. He goes, hey, are you beat up? I said, no, why? He says, I said, I'm slow riding. He says, oh, I recognize your voice. I didn't know which one you were. <laughs> Man, you are famous. Yeah, and you guys said on another podcast that, you know, uh, I paid cash for my house in the mountains, and somebody actually believed that. They did. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, man, the podcast, man, pays big bucks. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting here at Shooter Express, you know, teaching people to shoot guns and, uh, well, not, and, and uh, getting that brass on the brass boy. <laughs> Got to start somewhere. Yes, sir. Any last words, down dog? Yeah, let's drink about it and drink responsibly. All right, this has been a Studio 77 production. And all you first responders out there, please be careful. Not bad for rambling on.